time for Bedtime Stories, and tonight we are back in Utah with my two of my awesome, awesome grandkids. Who are you? Quincy and Riley. Quincy and Riley. And we are having so much fun. Tell us what we did tonight. We played dance party. What else did we do? No, it's not called. What's it called? It's Just Dance. Oh, Just Dance. And then we did a track meet on, what was the name of the thing we used? Connect? Connect. Connect. It was so fun. And Quincy beat me. And then what else did we do, Riley? Um, yeah, it was so fun. Okay, so tonight we're going to do a story, and it's called Mary Poppins. Okay, so she's going to read the title. What's the title? Mary Poppins. Okay, it's called Mary Poppins. And this is a classic story. So we're going to read this now together. And at different times, you might hear Quincy or Riley say something. So this is to Quincy and Riley, much love, Grandma and Grandpa Sanders, Christmas of 2018. What is Sanders? Sanders are your great-grandpa and your great-grandma. My dad's On my mom and on my wife, your grandma, Case. Okay, all right, so if you're looking for number 17 Cherry Tree Lane, and it is likely that you are, for this book is all about this particular house, you will find it. Okay, next story, next page. Just read, just read regular voice. Okay, regular voice. Okay, four children live here. Jane, the oldest, Michael, her brother, and the twins. The family's nanny had left unexpectedly, and it was bedtime. So what are they gonna do? If the nanny's gone, what are they gonna do, Quincy? Oh, Mary Poppins gonna come. Ooh, let's see. Outside the far east, wind blew, howling through the cherry trees that lined the street. The wind madly spun, Admiral Boom's weather vane. You know what the weather vane is? Weather vanes are the things that blow up on top of the roof. See that thing up there? Okay, so. Um, uh, Michael joined the sister Jane at the window. The twins were howling as loud as the wind. And that's when they saw a strange shape flying towards them. It was a woman carrying an umbrella in one hand and a bag in the other. The wind seemed to fling her at the house where she landed heavily against the front door, quieting even the twins. They're like, what is this flying through the sky? Can you imagine seeing a woman flying through the sky, Quincy? No. It'd be crazy. I've never seen that before, said Michael. Have you ever seen a woman flying through the sky? No! Have you? No! <laughs> Me neither. Right. Let's see who it is. All right. So, neither had their parents, for they promptly opened the door. At the top of the landing, the children watched in their curiosity as the visitor Why? flew up the ham. Why are they like that? Because they're like, what is this flying in our house? This woman on an umbrella literally flew up the stairs. Do, do, How does she do that? Those. That's right. Okay, so it says that 
Um, much to their parents' dismay, said, but never give up. Despite the wind, she was as neat as a pin. There was something exciting about her. Would that be pretty exciting? If you had a nanny that could fly? I am Mary Poppins. How did you find us? asked Jane. The wind blew me here, she said. And then Mary Poppins wasted no time getting settled. So she just came into their house and became like kind of like their nanny. Like be, a mom. Like kind of like a mom. Yeah, that's what nannies are. They're like helpers for mom. Okay, so she removed her hat, set down her umbrella, and from her strange bag, she pulled out a starched apron, which she put around her waist, a bottle of scent. What's scent? Um, smell. Yeah. It's smell. A scent is something that smells. A box of lozenges. Do you know what lozenges are? If you get a sore throat... You suck on a lozenger, and it makes your throat feel better. Two bathing caps. When do you wear bathing caps? When you shower. Or swim. Yeah. Um, seven flannel nightgowns. Four cotton ones. So lots of nightgowns. Okay. Uh, what else was there? A large bar of soap. A pair of boots. A postcard album a toothbrush, and a pack of hairpins, all inside this bag. My gosh, look how big that bag must have been. It's almost like a magic bag. All right, let's see what happens next. What do you think is going to happen next? Any idea? I don't know. I think um, she's going to take the kids on a walk. Ooh, what do you think? No. No, not a walk? Okay, let's see. Let's see who's right. From the... From that night on, Mary took charge, and the children followed. And every day with Mary was an adventure. They always waved to Miss Lark, their next-door neighbor, on their way out. Good morning, they said. How are you today, she said. Jane and Michael never knew if she was asking how they were, or how she and her spoiled, fluffy little dog were. See how she carries her dog? And she's looking right at her dog. How are you? Who do you think she's talking to? The dog or the kids? The kids. Looks like maybe. Okay. They always stop to admire Matchman's work. On sunny days, the Matchman made chalk drawings on the sidewalk. Hey, did we do that? Have you done chalk drawings on the sidewalk? Only Okay, so next time you come to my house, we are going to make big magic chalk drawings on the sidewalk, okay? Or, It'll be or, so much fun. or we can make a road. We can do whatever we want with chalk. Yeah, I want to make a road and bring out cars and drive them. Okay. Strike me pink, Mary always said when she was pleased. What is, why does she say that? Mm. Can you say it? Strike me pink. Strike me Striped me pink. Yeah, I guess that means... She's I happy. love you. <laughs> that I means could. she's happy, I guess. All right, let's see what else Mary Poppins does. On this particular day, Mary Poppins, Jane, and Michael were talking... Oh, taking, I'm sorry. We're taking the bus to pay a visit to Mary's uncle, Mr. Wig. 
Why is your uncle called Mr. Wig? said Michael. Does he wear a wig? He is called Mr. Wig because Mr. Wig is his name. That's a funny name, huh? You would think he wears a wig. Um, and he doesn't wear a wig. He's bald. Okay. Inside number three Robertson Road, an enormous table was laid for tea. But where was Mr. Wig? Jane and Michael heard a giggle, and they looked up. What do you think Mr. Wiggles, Wig's going to look like? Like <clears throat> He's a funny old-looking guy. Oh, Uncle Albert, not again. It's not your birthday, is it? Mary Poppin asked. I'm afraid it is my birthday, he said. And whenever my birthday falls on a Friday, well, it's all with up with me. Absolutely up. Look at, they're floating around. Almost like <laughs> they're flying. Funny. Yeah. Why, asked Jane. How, asked Michael. Well, you see, first, funny thought, and I'm up in a balloon. And until I think of something serious, I can't get down. So if he thinks of funny stuff, he floats in the sky. Um, the children laughed. And the more they laughed, the curious thing happened. Jane felt herself growing lighter and lighter and flying. It was a delicious feeling, and it made her laugh even more. And the more she laughed, the higher she flew. Then Michael started laughing too. And what happened to him? He flew. He started flying too. So pretty soon, they were all flying in the air, having a tea party in the sky, or in the, in, up on top of the ceiling. <laughs> but Mary Poppins liked to be proper, and she said, Really, she said, really, such behavior. Come up, Mary Poppins, cried the children. Think of something funny. But Mary didn't need to. She could fly even without laughing. She brought the table with her and then said, It's time for tea. And Mr. Wig said, Yes, it's time for tea. And the children laughed even more, which made them do what? Fly more! It got even higher. <laughs> You're kissing that phone a lot. <laughs> All right, so it's time to go, said Mary. After a while, and no need to think about a serious thing, like school or growing up, they all came down with a thump, just in time to catch the bus home. He came down from the sky. They were all floating, remember? Even the cat was floating. And now they came back down to the ground, just in time to catch the bus home. Why did that make Because remember how he was flying because he was thinking happy thoughts? Then he thought a serious thought, and he came down. Because he's kind of like, ooh, I bumped my bottom on the ground. Oh. Yeah, ouch. Uh, when the days started growing shorter, Mary Poppins brought Jane and Michael to the most curious shop they had ever seen. Fanny Annie. Mary called out in the empty shop. Annie, Fanny. Her echo called back. I don't know. Let's find out. That's a funny name, huh? I think these two are Annie. Let's see. I think this one's Miss Annie. Miss Miss Annie appeared with their mother, Mrs. Corey. How do you do? She said, with a dreamy little smile. 
She offered Jane and Michael a baker's dozen of gingerbread. Oh my gosh, you know what a baker's dozen is? 13 of them. Can you imagine eating 13 gingerbreads? No. That's a lot. Houses? Yeah, each was adorned with gilt paper star, whatever that is. All right, arms piled up with delicious dark cakes. Mary and Jane and Michael headed home. Boy, what an exciting adventure they're having today, aren't they? Okay. So. People paint. Look at this. What are they doing? People are painting stars. It looks like they're either getting stars. Let's read it. Later that night, after the gingerbread was gone and they had hidden their gold stars away in the nursery, Jane and Michael awoke to voices outside the window. Fanny and Annie each had a ladder and set them up with one end of the on one end of the earth, the other in the sky. Mrs. Corey painted the sky with glue, and Mary Poppins stuck, you were right, Quincy. Mary Poppins stuck gilt stars that began to twinkle furiously. Is this Mary Poppins? Yeah, they're stars, that's what they are. Are the stars gold paper, or is the gold paper stars? Which is it? Stars. I think it's stars. Jane it's wondered. Real stars. Yeah, I think so. But she knew that only someone very much wiser than Michael could give her the answer. Let's see who it is. Yeah, let's see who it is. Who do you think? All right, we skip a page. No, that's it. Okay, another bedtime on a cold winter night. Michael was thinking about elephants. What do you think about when you go to bed? Nothing. Just thinking about sleeping? Yeah. Sometimes I think about skiing because I love skiing. I wonder what happens in the zoo at night. Spit spot to bed you go, said Mary Poppins. She knows everything, but she never tells us, Jane whispered. Why did you spit That's how Mary Poppins talks. She says, bit bop, off to bed. Now when they went to bed, though, what happened? Just as they were about to drop off to sleep, they heard a voice say, hurry. Jane and Michael followed the voice out of bed and down the lane, across the park until they came to the zoo, the very, the very thing they were thinking about. How are the animals so nice? I know, look at them, they're so nice. Okay, in the light of the full moon, see how bright it was, because the moon was so high? And, um, Jane and Michael saw the most amazing thing. The animals were free. In the center of it all was Mary Poppins. The voice belonged to a bear wearing a coat with brass buttons. Do bears wear coats with brass buttons? No. I've never seen one. I guess only when Mary Poppins is there. He handed them each a ticket and told them, we are all made of the same stuff, birds and beasts and star and stone. We are all one. Well, that's an interesting thought. Huh? Peace of the zoo. Yeah. Winter turned to spring, as it does, and the bare cherry trees on Cherry Lane blossomed with red pink petals once again. Mary Poppins was especially quiet as she tidied up after supper. For a moment, she put one hand lightly on Michael's head and the other on Jane's shoulder. There was something different in the air. 
What do you think it is? Wind. Yeah, Admiral Boom's weather vane confirmed the wind had changed. Jane and Michael heard the front door slam. They rushed to their bedroom window. What's going to happen? Jane and Michael opened the window and Mary Poppins, they shouted. The wind blew her over the rooftops and away from Cherry Tree Lane. Would they ever see her again? Au revoir, she called, which means dear reader to meet again. So that means she will come back again. The end. Yeah. All right, should we say cow? Good night, everybody.